Good evening. This call to order the Housing and Human Services Commission special meeting of January 25th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Before we get started, I'd like to remind commissioners of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, participants should remain muted when not speaking. If participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature on the computer. Speakers should be called upon to speak one at a time. A random order voice vote will be administered by the city staff for each vote. The Housing and Human Services Commission meeting is being conducted utilizing teleconferencing and electronic means as allowed by government code subdivision 54953E and resolution number 1089-21, most recently reaffirmed on January 10th, 2023. Members of the public may provide audio public comment by connecting to the teleconference meeting online by or by telephone. Use the raise hand feature to request to speak, star nine on your telephone. Teleconference meeting details are available on the Housing and Human Services Commission meeting agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing the meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden during the live transcript button, using the live transcript button. Comments on matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time the chair calls the item for oral communications. Comments on agenda items must be submitted prior to the time the chair closes a public hearing on the agenda item. Speakers are requested to keep their comments to no more than three minutes and time limits will be enforced. Guidelines are posted on the Housing and Human Services Commission meeting agenda. Roll call. City staff, may we please have a, the roll call? Yes, Chair. Chair Stetson? Present. Vice Chair Revere? Present. Commissioner Davis? Here. Commissioner Duncan? Present. Commissioner Harrison? Present. Commissioner Hiremath? He actually let us know that he would not be here. And Commissioner Lake? Here. Thank you. Let the record show we have six present, one absent. Thank you. Oral communications. A reminder to the public, please raise your digital hand or dial star nine on a telephone if you wish to address the commission on a topic that is not on tonight's agenda. City staff will ask you to unmute your microphone when it is your turn to address the commission. City staff, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak under oral communications? We don't. Okay, thank you. We'll go on to the consent calendar. Item 1-.A, 23-0208, approve the Housing and Human Services Commission meeting minutes of December 14th, 2022. Since we remain in a virtual setting, I'll ask my colleagues to use the virtual raise hand feature to indicate their, the wish to speak. City staff, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on a consent calendar item? We don't, Chair. Okay. Commissioner Riviere? Um, motion to approve the minutes. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Davis? 
Uh, second the motion. Okay. City staff, please conduct a random order voice vote. Um, Vice Chair Rubio? Yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Commissioner Harrison? Yes. Commissioner Davis? Yes. Commissioner Duncan? Yes. Chair Stetson? Yes. Thank you. Motion carries six zero, one absent. Okay, thank you. Public hearing general business item two, 23-0209, review and rank the 2023 study issues. Is there a staff report? Yes, good evening chair, commissioners. So we are back again with our study issue ranking. I feel like we were just here a year ago. Um, so tonight we are going to consider um, the two study issues that have fallen within the Housing Commission's purview, which is CDD 2301 and CDD 2303. Um, as a refresher on study issues, the two study issues before you tonight were brought up and sponsored by commissioners during the 2020 two calendar year, um, and they were discussed and considered and sponsored as a majority of the Housing Commission. So those two items um, are the only two that are under our ranking tonight, and so those were both a direct sponsorship of the Commission. Um, tonight, what we're going to do as a Commission is to either drop, defer, or rank the two study issues that we have tonight. So I'm going to run through each study issue just very briefly. Um, I'll be available for questions afterwards, of course, and then we'll go through our typical motions of opening a public hearing and then having the commission deliberate on drop, defer, or rank. Um, so as a reminder, any study issues that are dropped tonight, because they were directly sponsored by the Housing Commission, will not go to the City Council. Um, if a study issue is deferred tonight, again, because they were a direct sponsorship of the commission, they will not go to the city council. So only ranked study issues tonight will go to the city council. So of the two, one will be in, in rank position one and one will be in rank position two. Uh, staff will then send that over to the council where they were they will consider the two items along with all of the other study issues from the public, from staff, from boards and commissions, and from the council on their February 16th study issue workshop. And that is an all-day workshop. It normally starts at 8.30 in the morning with public comment. Um, where the council will deliberate and consider all the study issues and then come up with a final overall ranking for all citywide study issues for the 23-24 fiscal year. So, and then as a final reminder, of course, we will need a final motion once both items have been ranked to accept the final rankings that we will take on to the commission. So let me briefly run through the two uh, study issues we have tonight. So I'm gonna start with 2301 which is to consider increasing the inclusionary housing requirement to 20% in new residential development. 
So uh, currently the city has a 15% inclusionary requirement for both ownership and rental housing developments. Ownership, we require 15% moderate income. And for rental, we require 10% low and 5% very low income units to be set aside during new construction. So this study issue would propose both ownership and rental be 20% inclusionary. So HDD has a fairly new requirement that any city who who goes over, who goes 20% or over on inclusionary must submit a feasibility study and their ordinance would be subject to review by the state of California. So because of that now, the, the move from 15 to 20% is a little bit more complicated. So the study issue would hire a consultant to prepare the feasibility study. And that study would also look at neighboring cities. It would look at what is the appropriate affordability level for that 20%. So it would be an all-encompassing study on what that 20% would look like in Sunnyvale to ensure we're not creating a barrier towards new construction. Um, the budget request on this item is $100,000 and staff is supportive of this study issue. Item 2, 23-0, I think I wrote it down wrong, 2303, 2303 um, is to review and potentially update the housing in lieu fee for rental and ownership housing. So currently the city has two residential in lieu fees for affordable housing. So basically we have an inclusionary requirement, which I just mentioned, but there is an in lieu fee option as well. So if the developer does not build the units within their development, they have the option to pay a fee in lieu of providing units. That fee is subject to the city council's discretion. That is an alternative compliance, but we do need to make that fee available as part of um, the inclusionary program. So currently the in-lieu fee is different for ownership and for rental. So for ownership developments, for sale developments, the in-lieu fee is equal to 7% of the sales price of each home in the project. Whereas the rental fee for rental projects for apartments um, is based on the size of the development and it's a square foot fee. So for smaller developments of three to six units, the fee is $14 per square foot. Um, and for developments of seven or more units, the fee is $28.50 per square foot. So this study issue would look at um, potentially updating or increasing that fee based on a uh, economic nexus study and an, a thorough analysis of um, neighboring jurisdictions and what they're currently charging. The commission might remember back in December, we presented you with the commercial nexus study for the commercial housing mitigation fee. Very similar, but that was only for commercial land uses like office and retail and hotel. So this would study the residential fee side of things. Very similar process. Um, we have not actually analyzed the residential fees in quite some time. So because of that, staff is supportive of this study issue, as you'll see on the study issue paper. And we've budgeted about $150,000 for this 
um, project. Our last Nexus study was about 90,000 and we anticipate because we'll look at both scales of housing, both ownership and rental, the cost would be larger for this study. Um, so that's a quick synopsis of both of the study issues proposed by the commission that we're considering to drop, defer, or rank tonight. Again, I will um, turn it back to the chair for questions for staff before we open up a public hearing and, and deliberation. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny. Since we remain in a virtual setting, I will ask my colleagues to use the virtual raise hand feature to indicate their wish to speak. Um, so we do have, do we have any questions or feedback from commissioners? I see we do. Um, Commissioner Davis. Thank you. Uh, just a real short question. In reviewing some of the material that I've accumulated over my tenure here, I believe that I've seen a lot of the information uh, regarding the fees and and uh, of uh, surrounding communities uh, involving both uh, both types on both the issues. Are how much effort is going to really have to be used to update that? And other than looking at just the um, the fees that other cities charge, what other information is the study going to need? Sure, great question. So because it, we have not done a formal nexus study on the residential fees in, I, I don't even know the last time we did it, it may have been 2008 or even earlier, because it's been so long, um, staff would not recommend a, any modification to these fees until we have a thorough nexus study. So it's not just our neighboring cities, which ideally that would be the most ideal because we could do that in-house very quickly. Um, but we, what we would want here is for an outside economic team to perform a nexus study where they're looking at a thorough uh, pro forma of what it takes to build residential housing nowadays, looking at the cost of development, looking at the cost of this fee, ensuring we're not uh, burdening development, just like we did with the commercial uh, nexus study that we just completed. So that's why this is a full consultant-led effort. I'd say if we had done the, the Nexus study within the past five years, we could use the same one and just look at it again. But because it's been so long, it is time for a full upgrade on that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Duncan. Yes, thank you. Um, Jenny, just a couple of quick questions. Um, just curious about the HCD and um, their concern over 20% or more. Is, is it basically the feeling that cities that maybe go at 20% or higher, it looks good, but it may be actually a way to just stop all housing? I think so. Yeah. And to be honest, they said this maybe a couple years ago, maybe it was like 2018 or 2019, before anyone had even really gotten to 15%. And so if I had a crystal ball, I'd say they're probably going to keep raising that threshold. You know, 25, 30% is when we'll kick in the requirement. But for now, they're still at 20. But yes, their concern is that cities can put into, into place all of these different barriers to um, preserve certain land use types or to preserve certain densities. Uh, you know, if, if you increase an inclusionary requirement too much, a developer is not going to want to build multifamily, that kind of thing. So right. I, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head there. Thank you. And my only other question is the in-lieu fees. Um, my understanding is that those are not 
very frequently paid or that's not the normal mode of uh, affordable housing. Yeah, that's correct. With ownership, I think we've approved three in the past 15, 20 years. <laughs> um, with rental, the fee is fairly new, but I don't believe anyone has paid it yet. Um, so not very common for rental. We also, you know, we haven't had an application come in to request that in lieu fee, but staff probably wouldn't support a rental in lieu application. For ownership, the ones that we have recommended to the council to approve have been primarily single family home type subdivisions where the cost of ownership is very difficult for a low income household. And so the, the fee benefit is greater than the one or two units we might have received through the inclusionary. Thank you. Commissioner Harrison. Thank you. Um, I thought I remember seeing a lot of partial fees, um, partial in lieu fees paid. Um, so, you know, when that's all you can do, but, but my big question has to do with, didn't we discuss making the study issue, raise it to 19% so that we didn't have to bump up against this uh, ceiling of scrutiny? I don't recall that. Uh, I thought it was 20%. And I believe when when the study issue was brought to the commission, it was already at 20. So if there was a disconnect between that point in time, I definitely apologize. But uh, the the study issue that was sponsored by the commission was 20%. Um, and what would, would uh, changing it to 19% be something that could be done at this point in time? before the study issue goes forward? Um, could it be done before the study issue would go forward? Probably not. Um, because it's been written up at 20? No, not necessarily, just simply the staff time that we, we would still need to do an analysis to make sure, like I said, like our neighboring communities are, are still in line with us. We would need to do outreach to meet with the developers. So it does take a substantial amount of staff time, even if it's not a consultant led effort. So. By the time I could get staff working on that and hold outreach meetings, we're probably still going to be around late summer when this study issue would be kicking off as well. Mm -hmm. So it, it does make it somewhat more streamlined to have the consultant lead an effort to just go to 20%. Okay, I get it. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Commissioner Riviera. Hello, thank you for the update, City staff, on the overview on the items. A quick question on item number one for the uh, inclusionary for 15 to 20 percent. Um, what is the overall timeline that you just mentioned uh, towards summer for the completion of the study or in general? So most study issues are a year-long process. Um, because we just completed a Nexus study, we already have all of the needed documents to go hire a consultant um, fairly quickly. So once we see that the council has um, ranked this and has funded this project, we can we can get an, a request for proposals through the, pur the purchasing system fairly easily. Um, we have a lot of consultant teams that perform this kind of work. And so we know that we'd be able to capture one fairly shortly. Um, the last Nexus study took let's see, it took about six months from the day we kicked off to the day that we adopted the plan. So it's really not a very long process. It would just take a while to make sure we can get the RFP out, collect applications, and then hire the consultant. 
Okay, thank you. And then a follow-up question on for the allocated amount of the the hundred k. Is there a breakdown of how much is allocated to the consulting agency and how much for internal? It would be all for the consultant. We don't um, consider staffing in this in any of these study issues. Okay, thank you. And then um, for item number two, um, overall, is there let's see a, a timeline of when we might see that. Um, come back to the commission overall once it might be approved? So that would be the same year-long process. So our our goal to get would be to get that to you by June 2024 or May 2024-ish at the latest. Of course, we want to get those done as quickly as possible. But in general, we we allocate a year for each study issue. Okay. And one last question on, so you mentioned there was a, the last Nexus study was around maybe 2008 or so. Is there a factor that determines how often the studies take place? There's not a legal requirement per se, but this gold standard is five years, uh, especially when you've been through a lot of economic changes recently, like we have, we had a really high, high, and now we're coming into a fairly low, low. Um, so when you have those changes, you want to make sure that you're keeping up with the economy and the construction costs and the inflation. Um, so that's why the report that I think is from 2008 has gone through a substantial amount of change, as you can all imagine. So that's why a, a new one would be needed. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Okay, since we remain in a virtual setting, I will ask the public to use a virtual raise hand feature or star nine on a telephone to indicate their wish to speak. City staff will ask you to unmute your microphone when it is your turn to address the commission. City staff, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item? We do not, Chair. Okay, thank you. I will now ask for a discussion or a motion from my colleagues. Commissioner Duncan. Um, excuse me, I'm ready with a motion whenever you are. Okay. I would motion that we uh, prioritize the increasing inclusionary percentage as number one, mm -hmm. and the in review and potentially update the in lieu fees as number two, and recommend both are recommended to go to the council for um, consideration. Okay. Chair, if I may, yes. sorry, the, the easiest way for this one would be to um, decide as a commission if we're going to drop def or defer, and if not, then, then they'll be ranking, but the ranking will actually be done individually, and Edith will be able to pull okay. up our, our screen to have us rank individually, so I think last year was easiest when we first looked at, do we want to drop any? Mm -hmm. No. Okay, we came back. Do we want to defer any? No. Okay, we're going to rank. And then we can go each one by one. So then I will ask for a motion from Commissioner Duncan. You still there? Um, regarding either dropping or deferring one or both of these issues, or not? No, no. Is that okay, Jenny? Yeah. So maybe we start yeah. with twenty three oh one. Okay, for twenty for issue study issue twenty three oh one, is there a motion to drop or defer this study issue? I don't see any hands up. I will go to study issue 
2303 with the same question, is there a motion to drop or defer 2303? Okay, seeing that, no hands up. Then I would like to go on to um, ranking. And so do I have a motion as to ranking these two study issues to go to the city council? Commissioner Harrison? Uh, you're on mute still. I, I move we rank both study issues. And then I think they're gonna, um, she's um, gonna ask everybody which one they rank first. Am I right? Yes, Edith will do a random uh, voice vote to rank each specifically by each commissioner. Okay, got it. So got it. there's a motion to rank both study issues. Do I hear a second? I'll second it. Okay, uh, Commissioner Duncan is seconded. Um, Edith? Yep, let's go ahead and take a vote. Um, Commissioner Lay? You're on mute, Commissioner. Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Harrison. Yes. Commissioner Davis. Yes. Vice Chair Revere. Yes. Chair Stepson. Yes. Commissioner Duncan. Yes. Motion to rank the two study issues carries six zero with one absent. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and um, share my screen with the spreadsheet and then I will call on each one of you to give me your one and two, okay? Now cross your fingers that this works. <laughs> All right, can you see the spreadsheet? Yes. All right, so let's go ahead and start with um, Commissioner Davis. Uh, how do you rank 2301? I would rank that number one. And 2303? Number <laughs> two, I'll take a wild guess. <laughs> I'm guessing two. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Duncan. Exactly the same as Commissioner Davis. Thank you. Commissioner Harrison? Ditto. Commissioner Lay. Uh, same. Vice Chair Revere. Same. And Chair Stetson. The same. All right, so that would give us the same as a result. How about mm -hmm. that? Great. All right, so now what you will need to do is um, ask for a motion to accept the final ranking okay. as we did it. Could I have a commissioner give a motion regarding acceptance of the final ranking that we've just done? Commissioner Davis? I make that motion. Okay, Commissioner Revere? I second the motion. Okay, we have a first and a second. Um, Edith, would you please have a roll, uh, a call? Commissioner Lay? Yes. Chair Stetson? Yes. Commissioner Duncan? Yes. 
Commissioner Davis? Yes. Commissioner Harrison? Yes. Vice Chair Revere? Yes. And the motion carries 6-0 with one absent. Thank you, I'm gonna stop sharing now. Thank you. Okay. And thank you, Jenny, for your presentation. Um, now we go to the standing item, consideration of potential study issues, 23-0211, consideration of potential study issues. All right, um, no real staff report here. Just a reminder that we are already going to collect study issues for 24-25. So we have all calendar year. As a reminder to the commissioners, if you have a study issue you'd like to propose, um, you can let Edith or myself know. We can send you the link to the form, and then you can send that directly to me for consideration of any potential study issues, but none as of yet. Thank you very much. Standing item housing element update um, 230212 housing element update, Jenny. A uh, very short update. Staff is still working very hard on our second draft. Uh, we are preparing to meet with a few stakeholders in the month of February to go over some initial thoughts and, and modifications we're proposing that align with their comment letter. So this is primarily the housing advocates in the community who have been working directly with the state. Um, so we're trying to make sure we get on everyone's side and we hear everyone's point of view to make this next submittal uh, more straightforward. We are planning for a council study session on draft number two on March 14th. That will be an introductory type item for our new council members, in addition to an overview of some of the larger um, changes we've made to the document. And by larger change, it's actually fairly minimal. There's going to be some changes to programs, a couple updated sites, something, some, something fairly minor um, that doesn't need any sort of direction from council. We just want to update them on the process. So um, you're all welcome to listen in to that March 14th study session. We hope to then send that draft to the state by the end of March, hoping to get that back by around May. Ideally, that document would be complete or nearly complete for, an, for a summer adoption of the housing element. So once the housing element has been deemed complete by the state, that will be brought back to the commission for adoption by the city. So again, we're hoping for summertime on that. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions if any commissioners have any. Any questions for Jenny regarding this issue? Okay, thank you very much, Jenny. Um, we move on to non-agenda items and comments. Commissioners, since we remain in a virtual setting, I'll ask my colleagues to use a virtual raise hand feature to indicate their wish to speak. Do we have any non-agenda items or comments from commissioners? Commissioner Duncan? Uh, yeah, just a quick one. Hey, um, Jenny, I didn't have a chance to attend the council meeting, but I think there's someone here that was. Um, I was just curious as to how the uh, mitigation fee discussion came out last night. Yes. Um, so last night, the council did consider the commercial housing mitigation nexus study, and the final adoption was staff's recommendation, which was $11 for the first $25,000 and $22 for over $25,000 for office development, no change in retail, hotel, and 
R&D. So um, it was not aligned with the commission's recommendation, although your recommendation was very much discussed and appreciated. Um, I would highly recommend the commission go back and hear the conversation in case you have questions or have a little time. Um, but at the end of the day, the staff recommendation was adopted. So those fees will go into place at the end of March. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, staff, city staff, do you have any non-agenda items or comments? Yes, just a couple items. First, just wanted to thank Mayor Klein for attending our meeting tonight. Um, I wanted to let the commission know that we are planning to return to in-person meetings starting in March. Um, the commissioner should have all received a request from Edith on Monday for a time to sign up for trainings. Um, there's a variety of different options, so hopefully one of those will work for you. If not, we can work to schedule something with our city clerk. Um, because of the Housing Commission's March 22nd date, you may be the first commission in the new city hall to hold a hybrid meeting, which would be very exciting. So fingers crossed. Um, we will hold the training here at our current city hall, though, um, in case we have the meeting here. But just a heads up that in March, uh, plan to be back in person for that hearing. Um, commission attendance in person will be required. Edith and myself will also be there in person. Staff, uh, staff reports can be virtual for certain staff, but the primary supporting staff and commissioners will be required to be in person. Um, I also, what was my last update? I think it was the housing mitigation and Commissioner Duncan got me there. So I think that's all I have for you. And I see Mayor Klein has his hand raised if you wanted to provide a comment. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, hi everyone, I'm Sunnyvale Mayor Larry Klein. Uh, I know most of you uh, and I'm just happy to be here. So I'll be your liaison for the next six months um, and really enjoy what this commission does. Uh, just a yeah, I, and a, thank you, Jenny, for for talking about what we talked about last night at the council meeting. <clears throat> we got you know slightly different inputs from the Housing and Human Services Commission, the Planning Commission, on you know where those fees um, need to be. Uh, I'm happy that we're we're moving them forward. You know, however we can fund additional affordable housing, and that's how those fees mainly are done. And we heard your discussions tonight. Uh, you know, I was happy to hear discussions and and those study issues that you're ranking tonight, also related to the inclusionary requirements as well as how we pay in lieu fees. So, you know, I'm I'm happy that that this commission is working on you know those important things. Uh, and you know, as far as uh, upcoming meetings, you know, tomorrow is our big, uh, strategic session. So it's an, it's one of our three all day meetings the council has. So ultimately, you know, the first, the first meeting in January, it'll be from eight 30 to, to 5 PM. And if you can't, don't, can't, don't get a chance to attend, uh, Take a look and if you can to watch it because it's really good. In the morning, it gives a good overview of where the city stands from a budgetary standpoint, from a staffing standpoint, as well as all of our strategic priorities, study issues, programs, projects. It's a it's a very mixed bag as far as you know. Here, here within a few hours, you hear from all the directors and you know hear where the what the state of the city is currently is at 
post-COVID or whatever we are in right now, um, COVID's still kind of hanging around. But as we're looking at potential recession year, you know, financially around the state, you know, there's there's lots of big questions. And so that will be good discussions in the morning. And in the afternoon, uh, there'll be three main topic areas before we get to whether or not we're going to be changing our strategic priorities, one of which is economic development, which is critical to make sure that that we continue to have the revenues within the city that we need, uh, as well as just having a robust economy and how how we attract the how we attract the right companies. Uh, we'll be talking about recycled water uh, and how we push that, you know, how we better utilize this, this precious resource. And I know it's been a rainy winter so far, but, but if you look at it, you know, we're in a continual drought from a California standpoint and 90% of the recycled water that, that is created at the wastewater treatment plant, more than 90% ends up just flowing to the bay. And so here's a precious resource that we need to be able to use better within the, within sunny Vale. And, you know, the last topic, I think, which will be, you know, close to everyone's hearts here is a discussion on housing, on unhoused services. And, and, you know, there's lots of potential things, you know, between study issues, between potential programs. I've been working um, with this, the county supervisor on, on, you know, whether or not we can finally get funding for, you know, um, emergency warming centers, but also working with several developers on conceivably putting in transitional housing. Um, as you, many of you have talked to me about life moves. I've been working with them for, for almost two years now. And, and we might finally have a potential site here in the city. So, so it will be an interesting discussion in the afternoon uh, because we have lots of different priorities. But from a strategic standpoint, you know, our city's in in very good shape. Uh, but it's figuring out what you know how conceivably we change the level of service, whether or not we set aside additional funding for other things. But it should be a very interesting discussion. So tomorrow, tomorrow is our strategic session. As Jenny said previously, you know February sixteenth will be our study issue and budget proposal meeting. So we're taking all the rankings from all the different boards and commissions, and then going through and figuring out you know what our council rankings will be. And then later in the year, we'll have our, our budget workshop where we'll figure out, you know, what, what study issues after ranking made it above the line from a funding standpoint, whether or not council wants to uh, add additional resources to make sure that, that some of those studies, studies get studied. You know, lots of things on, on our plate from a, from a city standpoint already. We closed some, some important study issues in the last year. But there's always there's there's ongoing ones still, and and it's figuring out what additional resources and what and how much staff time we can allot to st study issues. So, you know, so that will happen in mid February, and then finally in uh, April May we will have our final um, budget workshop where we'll where we'll figure out you know, where our budget stands and then what additional things we might be able to do. So that's a quick overview, but but I just want to say I'm, I'm thankful for being here. If you have questions um, from this commission or just about Sunnyvale, always feel free to reach out. I'm always available as much as I can to, to answer those questions or help people get more involved. So, but I just want to thank all of you for, for serving here on this commission and, you know, looking forward to the next six months. Thank you very much. Thanks.
Okay, um, information only reports or items 23-1213 Housing and Human Services Commission proposed study issues calendar year 2024. Is there anything else, Jenny? No, no study issues yet. Okay, then the next item, the final item is adjournment. So this meeting is adjourned at 7.39 p.m. And I really want to thank everyone for your participation in tonight's meeting. Have a great rest of the month.